All right, welcome back to Paying for Attention. Today, we will be talking about how to do paid media competitor research like an expert. Today, we've got with us Keegan Brown and Andrew Hollington. Let's go ahead and let's get started. Thanks, Dan. So today we're going to be talking about doing competitor research uh, for paid media like an expert. So really the first thing, like everything else in this world, uh, I would say the first kind of uh, you know tip would be just Google it. Google your keywords, Google your brand, Google who your competitors are, and see what they're doing. Uh, you know, that's, that's the first way to get started and see who your competitors are what they're promoting on their ads, how they're talking, what their CTAs are, anything that like that in their ads. I think that's really the first step and really gives you, uh, you know, a, a great introduction into your competitors and competitor research. And from there, just start taking notes. Andrew? Yeah, so pro tip, first, uh, first and foremost on that is use an incognito window if you're using Chrome. Um, we get this all the time from uh, clients that are that say, you know, I Googled my keyword and I'm not showing up. What's going on? Well, are you, first of all, are you in your target market? Because if your agency is doing it right, your client, your the client probably is not in the target. You know, for, I, I can think of a lot of cases. You know, B two B for one, um, they're they're probably not in in the in the target market. So, use an incognito window that should mask the location, uh, any other sort of browsing activity, things like that, uh, as as much as possible. So start there, start there, and then from there, like like Keegan was saying, just just dive a little bit deeper. What what are the landing pages of your competitors saying? Click click on their ads, but not too much because you're going to get flagged for uh, click fraud. Don't don't do it just to spite your competitors. But uh, yeah, check out what their landing pages are saying. What are they offering? Is their offer more competitive than than your clients? Maybe make a re- recommendation there. That's that's actionable, right? Um, do they have a video testimonial, you know, is that an idea for your own landing page? Like, oh yeah, we do have customer testimonials. I didn't think about putting that on our own landing page. Um, that's just two key examples I can think of right away. Do you do you have any others? Yeah, I, I think, you know, just clicking on the ad, uh, I mean, it's so simple, right? You just search up a keyword, like Andrew mentioned, great, great pro tip, uh, open incognito, search a non-brand uh, uh, campaign, or um, you can search your own brand name and see if somebody's conquesting on you. Those are going to be your competitors that you want to make sure that, you know, you're, you're um, outdoing on in paid media. But yeah, I mean, take a look at their, their, their ad, ad copy. What are they, what are they calling out? Um, Does it sound better than yours just from you as somebody who should know your audience? Does it sound better? Um, Going to their landing page again, look at those trust signals. Do they have more reviews than you? Uh, Do they have better uh, video testimonials? Do they have, um, awards that you don't have, anything like that is extremely powerful. And then look at their landing page. Get an understanding of would you convert on this site if you were one of your customers? Uh, and, and really start to look at that. You don't want to just copy what they do, but see and, and really evaluate what your competitors are doing. And what I like to do is give them kind of a score from 1 to 10 on their ad copy, uh, on their landing page, and try not to be biased. It's tough. But you can easily just kind of do that from your, you know, your audience's perspective and say, this ad copy makes sense. I'll give it an eight. 
you know, this landing page is really nice. I'll give it a 9.5. Or, hey, like this landing page is not relevant at all. I'm going to, you know, score it. So that way you can start to keep track as you go through this entire competitor research part and really get an understanding of what competitors you should really be worrying about most, which ones maybe to uh, to see if there's something that they're doing that you're not, and how to navigate your own strategy to make sure that you're not just copying them, but you're doing better than them. Uh, so really, again, the, the first tip is really just Google it, see what you find, see who's out there, and uh, start doing some, some analysis that way. I have one more piece to add to that, and Dan's going to love this one because Dan preaches this to our clients all day, every day, our analysts all day, every day. Uh, imagine you're the user. Search a very intent-driven keyword that's pretty specific to one of your client's product lines or services and see how the competition stacks up in terms of their landing page speaking directly to that keyword. Mm-hmm. Are their landing page pages segmented? If not, that's an awesome opportunity for your client, right? They have a really generic, non-service related, pretty broad landing page that kind of is a catch-all. Well, what if you create a very, very segmented landing page based on that high intent keyword? Are you going to be able to convert more uh, more users in the grand scheme of that, that comp- competitive landscape using a segmented landing page? Do you have any thoughts on that, Dan? Yeah, you know, the first thing that actually came to my mind was um, this is all through the perspective of, you know, say, for instance, uh, I'm doing research for my competitors. It's my business. I'm doing that research. Sometimes I think we've seen clients have a little bit more of a skewed vision of what they're searching for, and they kind of lean towards that brand search in a way, and which is going to give a, a very specific and different outcome. Um, so I would add to it and say grab someone that may be less familiar about it to do a search to see what they get as well. If you can get extra people on hand to actually do another search, then you get a wider range of, of data for you to use. Yeah, and I, that's perfect. And I think one thing in that exercise, if you do that, is see what questions that person has yeah. that, that that landing page doesn't have and make sure that your landing page answers it. That's a, that's a really good point and something that you should just be doing in general is asking your client's sales team, what questions do you get all the time? And that really relates to that and answer those questions on your landing pages. Okay, guys, let's talk about tools. What uh, tools do you guys recommend for this? I think, you know, for me, uh, in paid media, the tool that I like the best is SpyFu. Um, there's other tools out there like SEMrush that do a really good job. But for us, we've just found that SpyFu does a really good job of giving an estimate of your competitor spend. So you just put in your client's domain or your uh, competitor's domain, and you'll get an estimate of their spend their trends over time. I would look at these much more directionally rather than an accurate estimate of their spend. So it says they're spending 30,000 and the other competitor is spending 10,000. You can generally assume that that $30,000 estimate is about two to three times more than the other competitor, but I would not assume that it's 10,000, 30,000. I would I would actually expect more. They usually are more conservative. But that's a really good way just to get an idea directionally of which competitors are really dominating the spend. Um, and and you can t- kind of see their trends of when they're increasing spend and decreasing based on seasonality or if they just enter the market. Those are really good insights to pick up from a tool like SpyFu. I think uh, another key uh, use case of, of, of a tool like SpyFu, SimRush can do it too. Um, I agree with Keegan. We, we use SpyFu. It seems to be a little more uh, – 
it seems to be a little more focused on the the paid media side. Simrush seems to be a little more uh, SEO helpful on the SEO side, organic. Um, but what we what we like is when clients ask you, clients will be very very obsessed with who they think are their competitors, mm-hmm. and a lot of times that's not going to be your paid media competitors. You know, when you're looking at the auction insights, I don't I don't see that competitor bidding on that keyword, Mr. Client, but I'll do you a favor and I'll go in and look at and pull it in SpyFu and see what they're doing and see why that might be the case. And it might be they just target slightly different keywords than you, and that could be okay. And that could be a good insight to bring to the client. Like, look, we bid on these very high intent keywords and and this is where we think your audience is and that competitor you told me about bids on this type of keyword, and and that's we, we choose not to bid on that because it's not as high intent for your your specific audience, things like that. So you can pull specific keyword and ad copy data on on uh, competitors that clients specifically ask you about that you just can't find googling it yourself or in auction insight reports. Yeah, especially I think that's a good point, Andrew. Um, if you can't see it in Google, maybe it's because you're not in the right geo. If you're a local business and there's a, you're, you know, or you maybe only focus on one state, but there's other competitors out there that are national or that are in other states, it allows you to be able to do some competitor research on them because it allows you to see the keywords that they're actually targeting or showing up for at the very least and the ad copy that they're using and kind of get a better idea of the full view of everything instead of doing, you know, a hundred different Google searches. And um, we like to pull that those that keyword list of those competitors and see things like um, uh, search volume behind them, cost per click estimates, how how long they've been actually using that keyword. And that gives you a better idea of how uh, profitable that keyword is for them, or at least how well it performs, um, typically. And uh, this is a good way to see if you maybe missed anything in your keyword research. Hopefully you didn't, but it's a good way to see like, okay, maybe I can see it from that angle. They've been targeting this keyword for eight months now, and it's a good portion of their budget. Maybe I should try it out and test it out. Or what we typically find is that a lot of uh, competitors for some of our clients are showing up for keywords that really are terrible. And it's like, hey, you're in a good spot because we know that your competitors are wasting, you know, probably thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars a month on really bad keywords based on what we're seeing from this competitive research. And then you can take that and then go actually do a search yourself and see it with your own eyes. All right. Yeah, really good point there, Keegan. I think the that's that's kind of that that's good on the uh, the the tool side. I think the next key point is just old school auction insights. It's probably the first thing you think of when you think of of competitor research within Google Ads. It's within your platform, right? Um, how how do my impression shares compare to that of my competition? How often do I outrank them? Um, what you know, and and what I would recommend on this piece is really really segment your data. It doesn't make sense to do this at the at the camp at the account level. You really need to drill into if you have three different campaigns for three different service lines. Do it by service line. Um, do it brand versus non-brand. If you don't have three different service lines, right? If you just have a group of non-brand keywords, do it by non-brand. Um, make sure you're segmenting out brand. That's going to throw the impression share completely off because obviously your brand keywords, you should have you know, eighty percent and above impression share. Um, but your non-brand, you may be sitting around 20%, and that may be fine. The the other key thing here is uh, use Auction Insights directionally. I think use them 
take them with a grain of salt. If that's what if if your campaign is performing well, you're acceptable in terms of cost per lead, and you don't feel like you can get any more aggressive there on that set of non-brand keywords. Maybe 25% impression share is right where you need to be playing. And the reason for that is go to SpyFu and check out your your competition spin levels. Maybe they just have 10x the budget of you, and that's okay. That's going to happen. Um, so use it directionally. Uh, do you have any other things you like to use with Auction Insights, Keegan? Yeah, no, I think that's that's a, actually a really good point that I think it's a trap that a lot of organizations fall in where uh, they feel like, well, we only have 20, 25% impression share on these keywords. Our competitor, you know, is crushing us here. We need to, you know, just just beat them on that. And sometimes it's like, hey, they just started spending on these keywords six months ago and they just got funding six months ago and that's why. Or maybe they just got acquired and now they have a whole lot, you know, larger budget than you. So don't try to compete on impression share just to do it. Be smart about it. And this is a way to be smart about it is actually seeing what they're doing and what resources they have. If you have a small budget, it doesn't mean you can't win. You, you just have to be smart about it. Um, but on top of that, I think, like Andrew said, segments are perfect. A great way I like to see this is using um, Google Ads scripts to be able to pull auction insights over time and, and layer in things like cost per click. Uh, and and there's a lot of different scripts out there. Brain Labs has a, a wonderful Google Sheets script that you can utilize. And what it does is it'll show you your all of your competitors in Auction Insights over you know a period of time. And it can layer in things like cost per click or cost per lead or return on ad spend. And you can see that, you know, hey, three months ago, we saw this competitor really, you know, take a, a chunk of the impression share for our keywords, and we saw our cost per click increase. Well, that would be to be expected, right? You're, there's more competitors. Somebody's really trying to buy into that space. Your co- it's going to be more competitive. So, of course, your cost per click is going to increase, and likely your cost per lead is increased, um, or your return on ad spend has gone down. So it's a really good way of seeing competitors, kind of their trends in impression share over time and how that relates to your performance specifically. I, I really like that, and I'm glad you – I think the biggest pro tip there is layering on CPC or cost per lead there because – what what you should really focus on here is not i mean if you just run this script and just look at the graphs you're not you're not really going to get anywhere but what what i would say recommend to focus on is man my cost per lead has been going up over the last 4 5 6 months what is going on here pulling these scripts trying to find insights based on that kind of issue that you're seeing right and so when you layering layer in cpc like Keegan said you can see oh, my CPC is going up because the competition is going up. That makes sense. Why cost per lead is going up. Maybe we need to update our landing page. Maybe we need to provide a more competitive offer. The competition is increasing. You can't just sit there stagnant, right? Your cost per lead is just going to increase because your cost per click is going to go up because the comp- the competition is getting heavier. You're losing impression share. Um, you're, you're losing some of your audience there. So um, I, my biggest recommendation there is have something in mind you're looking for and don't just don't just run graphs just to run graphs. These are all great points. Um, so we talked about paid search. So what about paid social? What can you talk about that, especially like uh, is it Facebook involved, LinkedIn? What do you guys think? Yeah. So, you know, kind of depending on if you're, you know, a, a lot more B2B is going to be on LinkedIn. Obviously, B2C is going to be a lot more Facebook and Twitter and TikTok, those types of things. But the really the easiest way to do some competitive research, you can't really go in as in depth as much as paid search. But for paid social, uh, when you're looking at Facebook and all that, you can go to fa- uh, 
a competitor's Facebook page and you go to their, uh, I think it's like their data privacy and then, uh, or transparency and something like that. And you go to their ad library and you can see all the live ads that they're running in Facebook. And you can kind of see, you know, okay, this looks more like top of funnel or this is much more bottom of funnel and retargeting where they're showing much more of the products or whatever. And on LinkedIn, you can do the same exact thing. Go to their LinkedIn page, click their ads tab, uh, or I think it's posts and then ads. And you can check out their ads and you can see if they're running videos or uh, legion ads or just static images, anything like that. You can really kind of get an idea of what they're doing. Yeah, and I would add to that, are they doing top of funnel and what content are they promoting there? Yeah. Um, you you might be missing the top of funnel completely. And if your competition is out there, they're they're educating. I saw a study and it was it was something like if you are the one to introduce the the service line to someone and start educating them at the top of the funnel, you're you're like 70% more likely to convert them at the bottom of funnel, no matter what ads they see in between, no matter what path they take in between. And so, so it's, it's really important to play at the top of funnel. I mean, I mean, it's not going to get you direct revenue a lot of the times, right? But you're educating these customers, you're getting, you're shaking their hand, you're introducing them to your, to your brand and, and really providing content that's meaningful to them in their research process. So, uh, I would say focus a lot of that research. Facebook should be used, like like Keegan said, retargeting. Obviously, that's going to be pro- product-focused, direct revenue-focused. You're going to see a lot of that. But do you see any top-of-funnel content that you're missing out on that your competition's doing? And, and run that there. And then I think that kind of brings us to, to the last point we want to talk about with Competitor Insights is this is a, a huge tip that seems obvious, but I don't think a lot of uh, a lot of people out there do it, but be an expert and do it. It's just sign up for their sign up for their their uh, offers. Download their top of funnel content. Is it good? Is it is it really educational? Is it awesome? Can you learn anything from that? Can you take a different angle that your product speaks differently than the competition on it? Um, do you have a competitor comparison chart that you can uh, put on a landing page and say, we're better in this, 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 this way? You know, like put those check boxes out there. That's really good research content that you could be missing at the top of funnel. Um, but I think the key thing there is just sign up for their, sign up for all of their offers, get in their email list. Are they doing email marketing? Are they nurturing their leads? What are they doing between the top of the funnel and the branded search ads. That's a, that's a really good point. And I think this all goes back to really the first point that we talked about in this episode, which is it doesn't take an expert to go and do this. Go to your competitors, sign up for their offers, their webinars, their eBooks, their quotes, their consultations, whatever they have, and and see what they're... And I want to reiterate, do not just copy what your competitors are doing in this. See what questions they do not answer for your audience and build your content and your strategy around lead nurture and remarketing around that. And by that, I mean, uh, what what are their email sequences after you sign up for an ebook or webinar that you can do better? Like really look at their emails and see, do they call you? Do they text you? Do they email you? Uh, do they send you remarketing ads? Is there other channels of marketing that they're utilizing afterwards? And that is a really good way to make sure that uh, you, again, are seeing what they're doing and saying, we can do this better. We can answer these questions better. We can fit our differentiators better in this process to help close the deal from a lead all the way down to a, a new customer. I think that's a really good point is don't copy your competitors. Find the gaps. What are they not doing yeah. that you can do better? 
I think that's an awesome way to sum it up on any of these points, really. Use all of these tools and methods to find where you can fill the gaps. It's it's just like organic keyword gap research, right? You're looking for ways that you can get in where your competitors are not. Do the same exact thing in looking at the paid media insights. And so just to sum it all up really quickly, um, number one, Google it. What what do you see when you Google your, your priority keywords? Number two, utilize tools available to you. We recommend SpyFu. There's others that work just as well. Uh, number three, look at the auction insights, but not just that. Look at them with uh, a mission in mind, right? Think think of what's going on directionally in your account and look at the auction insights and see if you can find specific ideas based on that. Number four, utilize the tools that's, that social media gives you. Facebook and LinkedIn both have areas where you can look at your competitors' top of funnel ads. And then number five, just sign up for the demos. See what they're doing. Um, go to their landing pages. Put in your email. Get uh, targeted by their email nurturing. See what you can figure out that way. And that concludes our Competitor Insights Like an Expert.